6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. We know we are just days away from the municipal election and candidates doing whatever they can to get your attention. Well, and there's some attention today on the results of a new poll that was done over Thanksgiving weekend. It was a leger poll conducted for Post Media, and the results from that show that Amarji Sohi has emerged as the front runner in the race for Edmonton's open mayor's chair with 29% support. Mike Nickel, the current Ward 11 city councillor, continued to poll in second place with 16% support, and former City Councilor Kim Crushell trailed not far behind with 12%. Now, I want to make something perfectly clear here, though, and it is really important to note that this was a non-random internet survey, okay? And because of that, a margin of error is not reported. If the data was collected through a random sample, the margin of error would be plus or minus 4.4%, 19 times out of 20 And it was a small sample size. Just over 500 Edmontonians were polled between October 8th and the 11th. And you can bet right now that each candidate, certainly the front runners, are doing their own internal polling. And at this time, we are not privy to those numbers. But I wanted to get into the final days of the campaign, polling and advanced polls with John Brennan, of course, an Edmonton-based political analyst and commentator. John, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. It's great to be with you. All right. So when it comes to polling, John, how much weight can we really put on it? Let's be real. The recent federal election, uh, the, the polling was pretty spot on, but there is certainly a really big hit-or-miss factor here, isn't there? Well, the interesting thing about this municipal election campaign, Jaylen, is that there has been a dearth of polling. There has been very little polling in comparison with previous municipal okay. elections. Um, with regards to, you know, the, the federal election, you know, the online polls that were done in the federal election, whether it was Leger, Ipsos, who does the polling for Global, or uh, Abacus Data and Analyst Research, they were very accurate. And Today's polling in the federal election absolutely nailed the results of the federal election, two elections in a row, both 2019 and 2021. So this is the methodology that Leger uses. So I actually give a lot of credibility to this poll because Leger has been very accurate in the past. Interesting, because I was, you know, there, you know, a lot of flags raised around this one for me, just because mainly the sample size and the fact that it's not mm-hmm. random, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, this is the same methodology that Leger uses in all his polls, okay. whether they're national, provincial, or municipal. And also Leger and Trend Research out of Calgary absolutely nailed the last provincial election as well. So I give a lot of credence to Leger's polling. Uh, John, curious to know, you worked on campaigns for years at a different level, certainly at the municipal level for a long time as well. What weight does, does the polling hold? What, what would you be using that for in these last days before the election day? on which side of the poll you're on you know if you're the front runner you know when you have a poll like this which shows you with a sizable lead and, and this poll shows Amarjeet Sohi with an 18 point lead over Mike Nickel and yet you know it was at 19 points in July you're feeling good about that and your supporters are feeling good about it but what you want to do is you want to make sure that this doesn't impact your voters 
desire to get out and vote on Monday. You know, because when you have a big lead in a poll, sometimes people will look at it and go, oh, Amherst so he's going to win in a walk. He doesn't need my mm-hmm. vote. So if you're the front runner, you're really working to get the message out to your supporters. Don't pay, a pan- t- don't pay attention to that poll. Um, we need your vote. It's closer than you think. We need you to get out. If you're if you're one of the, the people trailing, um, you know it's different. Obviously, it, it demoralizes the campaign and it can somewhat demoralize the candidate. I see right now what Mikkel, Mike Nichols trying to do on uh, on Twitter is he's trying to appeal to the voters who are leaning towards supporting either Kim Cashel or Michael Oshry. And he's, you know, making the message that, look, I'm the only candidate who can stop Amarjeet Sohi. I think the problem with that strategy, though, is, is Mike Nichols is a different type of conservative than either Oshri or Kershaw. You know, Oshri and Kershaw are, are more moderate, centrist, I would say, small C conservatives, and, and especially in Oshri's. Uh, case has put together a very thoughtful program, whereas Mike Nichol is really running a, a right-wing conservative populist campaign, not only on on taxes and cutting waste and mismanagement, but you know, getting rid of photo radar and bringing back the city of champion signs. You know, a very much a populist campaign, and I'm not sure, Jay Lynn, that voters who are leaning towards supporting either a Kim Cashel or a Michael Oshry would find much appeal in Mike Nichols' campaign. John Brennan joining me this afternoon. John, we, we've seen the advanced polling numbers uh, dramatically higher than the last election. Uh, 2017 saw a total of about, well, just over 26,000 uh, citizens cast their, their ballots in the advanced polls. Uh, this go-around, we're looking at uh, 63,000, if not a little bit more. Um, I, I've heard some poli say, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a greater turnout uh, come election day. You know, we're hoping for that because Edmonton... Uh, turnout uh, over the last few elections has been notoriously low but what do you take uh, away from these advanced polling numbers well it's certainly a positive because anytime more voters are getting out to vote in an election it's a great thing for democracy whether it's at the local level provincial level or federal level so i'm heartened by the fact that turnout has been higher in the advanced polls now as uh, as you just said jaylen it's hard to tell whether or not that's going to lead to a big turnout on october 18th because just like the recent federal election where also a lot of voters voted in advanced polls and also using mail-in ballots that's because people were concerned about going to the polls in the middle of the pandemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know they didn't be, want to be around other people and they were concerned about you know being in long lines and stuff like that and we saw that in the federal election where voter turnout was higher in the advanced polls and in mail-in ballots um, but it was down from 68 percent to 62 percent overall now that being said I've always thought we were going to have a higher turnout in this election than the last one. Because you'll recall in 2017, it was Don Iveson versus Don Kozak and a a bunch of uh, nobodies, Mm -hmm. you know, running in the mayoralty campaign. And in my experience, you know, in in municipal politics, is when you have a competitive mayoral race, Mm -hmm. and we have one, you know, we have four legitimate candidates, a current city councillor and three former councillors running. So when you have a competitive mayoral race that always drives up turnout so I'm not surprised that there is you know strong turnout at the advanced polls and I think we're gonna have a good turnout on uh, Monday you know the weather forecast is gonna be similar today sunny and nice 
I'm expecting turn, you know, turnout in 2017 was 32 <laughs> percent. I'm expecting turnout to be at least 40 percent, nice. perhaps a little higher. Boy, oh boy, I have to tell you, you know, municipal elections, especially like this one this year with, you know, a number of seats open, the mayor's race uh, wide open. It's got to be my favorite. It's got to be my favorite. It's been uh, fascinating <laughs> to watch, and I think it's going to be exciting on Monday night. Uh, just quickly, John, before I let you go, what happens? Pull behind the, uh, open the curtains for us a little bit. What happens in these last couple of days? Is there uh, a rabbit being pulled out of a hat anywhere? It's all about get out the vote. You know, when you're down to the last four or five days, and it's like this in every election, whether it's federal, provincial, municipal, it's all about getting out the vote. So in the last two or three months, the candidates and their campaigns have been out canvassing, knocking on doors, making phone calls, identifying where their supporters are. Now where they're turning around and going back to those people, you know, putting leaflets in their mailboxes or on their doorknobs, reminding them Monday is election day, where they where they vote, phoning people to make sure they get out and vote. So it's all about, it's called GOTV. It's mm-hmm. all about get out the vote. And that's what all the campaigns are going to be focusing on in the in the days to come. John Brennan, looking forward to talking with you the day after the election. Can't wait to hear your analysis. Thanks for joining me through all of this over the past number of weeks. It's always great to be with you, Jaylen. Take care. John Brennan is an Edmonton-based political analyst and commentator, has worked on campaigns for years and years. So it's 317.